Okay, let's begin. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we're to begin another day. Baruch Hashem, the ability for a person to to wake up in the morning and to make decisions of what he wants his day to be like, and we have the ability to choose. We have Bechira, which is the power of a person. The angels don't have Bechira, and animals don't have Bechira. They don't have the choice to make decisions how to live their life. As opposed to Masha'in Cain, a human being, Adam has the ability to choose how he wants to look at life, how he wants to look at himself, how he wants to think, what, what actions he wants to do. And that's the biggest blessing. As we know, after 120, after a person passes away, the ability to make decisions and the ability to choose are taken from a person, which is the greatest. Uh, the Gra says at that moment, when the lights are out and you can't make things better, you can't make things different, you can't change anything, then that is tremendous pain that a person experiences. That's where uh, depression comes from, when a person's depressed. So he doesn't believe that he can make any change, he has lost hope, he can't um, make anything different. It's a very, very painful feeling when a person is working on something and he's working on something and he's trying to change something and it doesn't work. That's the frustration a person has and that's why it's so important when a person gives himself time and has patience and he realizes in order for me to change and grow, I need patience. I need to have patience because otherwise you say, look, I'm working so hard, I'm doing so much and nothing's happening. Nothing's transforming. But once a person realizes that things take time and it's a process that a person has to slowly, slowly learn. It's also very important to know how long things take, right? If a person wants to change a certain midah, a certain person wants to change a particular character trait, so you have to know, okay, speak to somebody. How long will it take? I know, uh, you know, a lot of times um, there was someone who's... Uh, uh, who's married here and we have a, a class that we have in Shalom Bayas and one of the questions someone asked in the Shalom Bayas and he's you know just married a few years so one of the questions that the, the person asked when he says okay so how long is it going to take till I you know experience this and this this and that so uh, I was thinking for a little bit and I'm like about 20 years right so so it's good to know, I mean, it's good for a person to know that because if after a year or two or three, you're frustrated with something, so then you go ahead and you know, okay, you know, this is how long it takes me. If a person realizes, okay, it takes me one year to do something, two years to do something, so then you're able to gauge yourself. So, um, so I will mention again, as we mentioned many times, the Chedusha Rim. Um, who maybe one, one time I'll, I'll give a little profile on him. He lived in the 1800s. Uh, he was a, a big, big tzaddik. He actually lost, um, I think, all of his children. I think he lost 13 children. He was the first Gerer, the Gerer Rebbe, as the Chushirim started the, uh, the Hasidus of Ger, of Gur. Um, and he was a big, 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 big tzaddik that we can't imagine. And he said it takes 16 years, his avod of 16 years, 16 years to see the good in another person. So if we're sitting here, right, trying to find the good in people, we're sitting here trying to see the tov in life. So there would be nothing to get frustrated about if we don't, if we don't get there. We don't get there for a while, yeah. Also, that he was looking at a different level than us. Like, he was probably looking to like see the good and only the good. You can't expect to. Right, right, exactly. That's also true. That's also true. How much good? But the point is, is that is that we get frustrated very quickly, and we say, okay, 
When a guy comes to yeshiva, and he's like, okay, I want to connect to Hashem, I want to connect to the Torah, I want to connect to davening, I want to connect to this, to that, to everything, and then if I don't do it in a year, in two years, in six months, whatever it is, then I'm out. But meanwhile, when it comes to going to medical school, right, and it comes to becoming a doctor, that takes 10, 10 years to do. And that a person will have patience, and that a person can, can understand. When it comes to being a lawyer, you, that, that, that can take, you know, seven years, six, seven years. That we're willing to do. But when it comes to learn something about yourself, and to be emotionally healthy, to be spiritually more healthy, that we expect to hear a shear and to change it right away. Part of the reason for that is the Sahara. The Sahara makes it like that. The Sahara says, okay, that's going to take you, you're, 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 you'll never make it. Yes, yeah, Shlomo Zalman, you seem excited to say something. Yeah, how much could one um, expect it to take time to like, get adjusted to the life? Let's say it, not, not actually. How much time should one, should or could one anticipate, like, you know what, it took me, like, I've been here for like a long two weeks and I've yet to adjust, so like, Two weeks, you said? Or is it like, I've been here for like two years and I've yet to adjust, or is it like two months? Or I don't know, how long, adjust. How long is, a, is a right time for somebody to be like, you know what, like, okay, I still have time to figure out, like, you know, my balance. Like, okay, here, this is good for me, this is not good for me, this is too much, this is too little. About how much I want to anticipate for that thing? I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure I'm understanding your question. Like Rabbi said, like, one knows the medical school for like seven years, so you won't bug out after three years, and you not going to be a doctor. Oh, so you're saying how long? So how long do you want to anticipate for it to take to, to like, figure out your own life? Right. When I learn, like, 17 hours a day, it's not good. Great question. I love that question. Shoulders on. Right? Right? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to say the answer that I'm going to say, even though... Uh, might be a little heavy to hear. Uh, the Chazan the Chazon Ish, the Chazan Ish said his manot. Okay, so he probably said this in the fifties, which is close to seventy years ago. Seventy years ago, seventy, seven zero. I think so, right? Am I doing my math correct? Seventy years ago, Chazan Ish says that that nowadays a yeshiva is a. Anyone know what he said? A hospital. What he said, 70 years ago, yeshivas are hospitals. Are you ready for my answer, Shalom So it depends how sick you are. It depends how sick you are, and it depends how long you need to be in the hospital to rehabilitate and to heal yourself and to, and to become healthy. I'm still in the hospital. I've been in the hospital my whole life. I'm not healthy enough. I mean, there's also doctors in the hospital. Okay. But doctors, doctors, doctors also need even even the top doctors. That's not why they're in the hospital. How do you know? How do you know? But anyway, my point. What's my point? My point is, is that is that um, you gotta you gotta make sure that you're. That you're healthy, you have to know what your health is. So it's a great answer. Thank you so much. Oh well, thank you. Okay, Scott. I, I I take that as a compliment from you. That it's a great answer. Shlomo Zalman, uh, you know, is a smart guy. So if uh, if you're telling me it's a great answer, I, I feel very good about myself. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, really. This is what, exactly, this is harder than medical school, exactly. Correct, correct. Right. Yeah, yeshiva is much harder than medical school. Yeshiva is much harder than, than, 
going to any school. Yeshiva is much harder than anything you're going to do in life. You know why? Because it's the most valuable thing you'll do in life. Better than the poison ivy leaf. The what? The poison ivy leaf. Yeah, yeah, Avada, that's yeah, correct. It's better than anything. It's harder than anything. The, the, the gains are greater. The, the, what you get, because like we know, you, you, like we know, when you're living a life of pursuit, and, and I, I want to be very clear, I want to be very clear. If a person needs to, to go to college, and a person needs to uh, make a living, and a person needs to uh, do something that Hanok Lenar al-Pidarko said he's good at business, he's good at um, uh, being a doctor, he's good at being a lawyer, so he has a chiv. He has to go become a doctor. He has to become a lawyer. He has to go into business. It would be usser for him not to do that because he has to do what Hashem put him on this world to do. There's no question about it. The question is, the only question is that he has to ask himself, is he has to ask himself, are the other areas in my life which are, which are as important, if not more important, am I taking care of that as well? Am I also making sure that my, my other things that I'm doing, you know, my emotional health, my spiritual health, my existence on this planet, you know, Mir Tashem, what, what will my marriage look like? What will my, you know, my bigger picture of who I am, what's that going to look like? You know, we sell, a lot of people sell, you know, this for that. You know, they're willing to sell their Ruchnius for their Gashmias. You know, they're, well, they're willing to do that as opposed to, you know, my goal is to be a Shalem, an Adam Shalem, a, a complete person, a person who, who is successful in all areas of my life, not just in, you know, the success of, of Hollywood, whatever they've, you know, deemed successful. Yes, what's wrong? When, when does someone know that, that he's uh, good to go? I'm saying... If someone is sick and he goes to yeshiva, when does he know that he's healthy? Right. So I would say just on the, I would just say on the same model as the hospital when you're the doctors and the and the people, you know, tell you that you're you're good to go. Here's a you you know you you write him a bill of health. Say okay, great, you know. But remember, even okay, just to go with the model, you know, you always want to make sure you're you're. You know, sure. you're, you're checking on yourself. You always have to be, you know, uh, again, you know, part of, part, of, part of the, I'll say it on the positive, I'm just going to say on the negative. One of the brachas of our generation, one of the brachas actually of Corona, is the fact that there's, that the world has gotten much smaller. What do I mean by that? It means there's Zoom, there's, there's, uh, there's uh, internet, a person can, can learn, it was never a time like that, even in college. When I went to college myself, so you had to go to college. I actually had to go to a building called college. Right? Nowadays, you don't have to do that anymore. A person can sit in, in, uh, in Maya Sharp. A person can sit in B'nai Brock and become a doctor, or become a lawyer, or become anything. You could sit you know, on, on in, in, a, in a holy place and, 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 and excel. So nowadays we have a tremendous blessing of there, there's much more of a, of a responsibility on us to stay connected to yeshiva, stay connected to the, the, the ark, Noah's ark, Tevis Noah. Because what's the reason why, why, you know, there are a few guys here in yeshiva who, who left and are, left their companies and left their businesses in America to come here to be in yeshiva, and they're still able to run their companies from here. So, so it's an incredible, incredible opportunity, but it's also an incredible, incredible um, challenge because it means that someone leaving yeshiva has to be 100% uh, you know, sure that he can't do whatever he's doing by staying in yeshiva. Plus, there's a lot of money out there nowadays. I mean, there was, there was always a lot of money. There's even more money. Money is all over the place. 
Uh, you could just do nothing and just, uh, you know, collect uh, unemployment. You could, you, could, uh, you could just from that. You know, there, there's a lot of money in the world. And a person, you know, the only, the only reason people, the only reason people leave yeshiva, more or less, or they leave an environment that's a healthy environment, is only to make money. I, I think. Just to make money. What else, why, why else would anybody leave yeshiva? If you have a million dollars in the bank, why would you leave yeshiva? Just, just like, just like uh, someone gets, uh, just like when someone is sick and when he's good to go, the guy, the guy just, just goes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then he could be even more, no, but I'm saying good. Right. 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 That's true. But but I'm saying that's if a per meaning you're you're assuming we're we're only saying that because a person has to leave say, to make a parnasa. Why else would a person have to leave yeshiva? Torah. Forget about forget about yeshiva. Why would he stop learning Torah? A guy makes a million. Let's call a spade a spade, everybody. Let's call it what it is. If a guy has millions of dollars in the bank and doesn't need to make a living, unless he is specially crafted in a certain thing that he knows he has a chush, he has this ability to be a doctor, and he has this ability to do something, so then he knows clearly that I need to give to the world X, Y, and Z. That's a yotim and a klal, right? Why would a person not learn as much Torah as he can? Why would a person not work on himself as much as he can? He's got all the money in the world. I don't know. Someone can tell me why. I don't, I'm, I'm saying I don't know why. I don't know why a person would. No, no, I'm saying he has the money. The money is there. Yeah, good. No, I'm saying, I'm saying in a healthy person. I'm not saying in, in, in the title. I'm not saying chemist. No, I'm saying you wouldn't do it. I'm talking, right, I'm addressing that. I'm addressing that. We're addressing that. We're addressing the Yitzhara. We're not going with the Yitzhara. Yeah. Why are the lawyers and the people uh, that have the crafts? Why, why are they the lawyers and the people that have the crafts? Why, why is that like, that's, I, you know, everybody, everybody has the No, I said if you, I, what I meant is, is that if a person feels a pull towards something, a person feels that this is what I, I need to contribute to the world, and that's great. When I say Yotim Natal, what I mean is that is that, you know, if you feel like a passion, and I feel that that's what I want to contribute to the world. I want to do the lesson. I want to, I want to you know, go ahead and, and do something else. But, the, but the, the greatest thing that a person can do, the world was created, Bishvila Torah, Bishvila Yisrael, so good. And there are other things that a person can do, but if I had an option to try and learn more Torah, be involved in Avodos Hashem, in Avodos Hashem, that's what I can do, and that's what I want to do, and the only thing pulling me away from that is that I gotta figure out a way to make money, which is, which you have to do, then, then why not do it? That's all I'm saying, why not? If I, if I love it, and I can do it, and I have money in the bank, and someone, you know, and that's good, so why wouldn't I do that? Unless you're specifically pulled to like, no, I'm passionate, you go to the tzaddik, which we don't have anymore. We don't have, we don't live in a generation where we have the Arizal who can say, you are supposed to, you know, become a, you know, just for example, a wine seller or a, a, a wine maker of stuff or that. So yeah, if someone can tell you that that is your topics in the world and you're supposed to do that, you know, the Lila, then of course, great, great. And here is that like, there's so much doubt surrounding that point. Correct. And it's very easy to say, no, that's not my topic, and I should, I should, I should be learning Torah and, and be involved. That's harder. It's harder to do that. It's harder to do what you just said. It's harder to be involved. It's harder to stay. Okay, much harder. It's much harder. You have a passion for something, and then, and, and, and I don't know who would tell you otherwise. If someone is pulled in a certain direction and he loves helping people, so you gotta you gotta tell him to you know you gotta 
help to help people. People naturally will go towards what they want to do. If you have the right rebbeim, have the right environment, have the right place. Baruch Hashem, in this yeshiva, I'm confident to say is that yeah, I think we have that tremendously. I think that we have a, a massive. We have what? Does it have to be a it could be, no, it could be you have a niche in, in a cyber security, and you have a, what? Making shoes. Right, exactly. You could be, a, you could be, a, if, if that's what you're supposed to do, yeah, that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to do. There's always a technological event, you can learn shoes. Right, right, exactly, you can do both. Say, but what happens if a guy, let's say, he enjoys being a shoemaker, Right. But he also knows the value of the shiva. So, right. so he could do both. So he could do both. Yeah, that, you could try so it. Have that he could try it. He could try it. He could try it. You can't. You can yeah. Right. Exactly. Of course, you could do. The, the point is, is that you could do what you you want to try and connect to yourself. You could do what 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 uh what you, what you want to do. Do what you want to do. <coughs> okay. Yes. Oh, Rabbi Friedman. Wow. Everyone, listen up. Rabbi Friedman. This is going to be fun. Okay, yeah. Rafael. I don't know if this is off topic, but the way that the, most of the yeshiva uh, system is set up is that when you go to yeshiva Tana, you either go to yeshiva Tana and you learn and you must sleep over there, or you end up on the streets. There's no in-between. The system isn't set up in a way where this guy, where it's in his teva, to be... I don't know, to be a doctor or he's ADHD and he needs to create things or whatever. He's not, he's not uh, built to sit down and learn. It's either you're in yeshiva or down the streets. Does the Russian yeshiva have any uh, yeah. saying about yes. that? Or yes, solutions? So, yeah, so I'm, gonna, so I'm gonna just going to say two cool. things. Number one, number one I, I just want to say, number one, I don't know, I don't know what, what system you're talking about. I don't know systems. I'm not, we're not ta- here to talk about culture, culture and systems. That's a different conversation for a different time. I'm talking about MS. And I'm talking about the way of a, how a Jew lives. This is the way a Jew lives. I'm not talking about systems. So you have to be machanah. Correct. So, so what the, should I do? So the, the pasuk of chanoich l'naral pidarko is is MS. That's Torah. Gam kiyaskin lo yasser That's Torah. That. Systems. System. One, one, one second. Systems are 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 fallible. <coughs> systems fallible means that they they have a lot of problems, flaws with them. So I'm saying systems have flaws with them. Chanoch l'naral pidarko is Torah and has no flaw in it. So so as long as a person is battle and he's humble to the Torah and he's humble to Chanoch L'Naral Pidarko, and he's humble to the truth, so then that will transcend um, any system. Your question as a Chinuch and culture, and especially the Israeli culture, so, so that's a whole different conversation, which I definitely do not want to talk about, um, you know, for many reasons. Um, but but the, an- but the answer, but the answer is, if I go, if I go, if I'm battle to Hashem, and I'm battle to my wife and my children, and I'm humble, you know, to what they need and what Torah values are, and I have my rebbeim and I have my support. Then, then Hashem, Hashem, uh, Hashem will take care of 
your children, Hashem will take care of your wife, he'll take care of you, and he'll make sure that systems never, systems, this is good, systems don't make people. Systems don't make people. Most of the time, Adaraba. Most of the time, most, of, most successful people and great people were people who failed in systems. Because systems are for the masses. Systems are more like, like, um, like a factory. Now, systems have a value. They have a social value. Social, they have a belonging value. But anyone who, uh, I spoke about a Friday night. I spoke about a Friday night in yeshiva about a system that Yisro set up for, for Moshe Rabbeinu, right? That's the beginning of, and I spoke about the fact that, that, um, that unless you're going to, to be tuned into yourself and your connection with Hashem and your connection to the Torah, then a system won't, won't do anything for you. You could have a system with connecting to Torah and yourself and Hashem. And that's great. That shiluv is the best. Because you're able to have all the benefits of the system. Right? And you're able to... That's why I love the Boshav. That's why I love the fact that we live right next to Kiryat Sefer. Which is a big, massive... We're blessed to be next to one of the holiest cities in the world. Literally. Because the amount of Torah and the amount of Avodah Hashem that goes on. But we're also on the edge over here. We're doing our own thing. We got our basketball court. We got, we got our own thing. So we're able... To be to have our own identity within a, a bigger identity. So I'm getting a little bit more into your question, but uh, but uh, that, that's you guys don't have to worry about that yet. You don't have to. What? Yeah, exactly. We're 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 there. Amir Tzeshem. The the key is not the system. The key is your own system. Your own system. And the world is changed. I can't. I don't. I have no idea where we got into this. The world. Hashem wants us to talk about it. I guess. The the the, the world is getting crazier and crazier and the systems are getting more fallible and fallible because the world is getting crazier and crazier. Because it used to be a time where you could create you know, a city, where you could create a place that was void of, of the outside forces. Now, once, once you have the mall and you have the entertainment system literally in your pocket, so then you can't escape the, the craziness of the world. And the world is getting crazy. It's not the crazy world that was in my day. It's the world of, of there is no gender. We haven't spoken about that in a while. Where there is no gender. Uh, right? The guy said, amen. Just remember that. I don't know what happened to that. But a guy, what was it, in the Congress? Where was it? In Congress, yeah. In Congress. The United States of America. Right? We're all pledge allegiance. I pledged allegiance. I used to, I'm saying, I used to sit as a kid. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United And I love America. I love it so much. I've said it, haven't said this in a while. I loved it so much that I, that I had to leave America. That's how much I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love, I'm a big Baltimore. I love it. I'm, I'm as American as they come. I've always said that I'm more American than everybody here because I spent more time in America than everybody here. I'm a more American. But uh, well, I just lost my thought. What, what, what was I saying? Congress. Congress. So the guy says, hey, I mean, you guys, this is the world. What's going to be What's going to be your children? What, what's going to be on, on the news, on the state news, when you have fake news? People won't even know that it's fake news. Well, listen to me. The guy said amen. Do you hear how wacko this is? A guy says amen, and then, and then he says a woman. Are you, are you aware how crazy that is? And it was right after he said, break us down. He said that? Yeah. He says, amen, and then he says, oh, a woman. Do you, know you know how whacked out that is? There's not one normal thing about that. And that's the world. No, there's not one normal thing. It's like Lavan, right? You know the shot they say of Lavan. Why was Lavan, who was the biggest swindler in the world, why was he called Lavan? Lavan means white. I think Moshe Groveman actually just was in touch with him yesterday. He was machabin to this shot. Oh, shy every time you're going to love this shot. Moshe Groman was machabin. He said this shot. I asked him in the Silver Sharp. I think it was two years ago. I asked him, and Moshe, I think, was machabin to this. Why was Lavan, who's called white, and white means pure, it means MS, Chavarta, right? When it uses your right, it says white. 
Why is Lavan, Shia, listen to this question, why is Lavan the biggest swindler in the world? Why is his name white? His name should be Shahar, right? His name should be black, dark. Why is his name white, which means pure this? So they say that Lavan was such a swindler and he was such a liar that even his name was a lie. Because if his name would have been Shekhar, uh, then there would have been a part of him that is Emmas. So it means that everything, like they say in uh, Russia, no offense to Russia, but back in the day, right, Russians are known, sorry that I'm saying this, but I'm talking about not Jewish Russians. Russians are known to be big liars, right? Or the Ukrainians, or that whole culture. So they're known, I'm not saying anyone is, but they're known as big liars. Propaganda and the name of the newspaper is the first in Russia. The name of their newspaper was Pravda. I don't know if anyone speaks Russian here. Pravda, that was the name of their propaganda. What, what does Pravda mean? Truth. Right? So why do I say that? We're living in a world. We're living in a world where where, where it's talk about the Gemara, the Mishnah that says that MS is Nazareth. I'm saying that there's, it's all one big fat lie. You can't believe anything anymore. You can't believe anything anymore. So, so where am I going with this? I have no idea. Amen. Amen. So what's the shot? So you have to know within yourself how to be truthful with yourself. You have to be truthful with your wife, your family, and the Torah. You have to be honest with yourself. And you know how long that takes? To work on yourself, to work on yourself, especially with all the, the culture. I'm going to say it, even the from, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not judging all the newspapers and the magazines and all the culture. The from culture has become, has been, a, been attached to that also. You can't believe this one, this guy says this, I can't believe this rabbi because this, this one's saying this one and this one's this. It's like you can't, there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go to find any, you know, this splits this and this splits that. That's why a person has to learn Chavetz Chaim. That's why a person has to learn the Sil Shasharim. That's why a person has to talk about these things. And people think, oh, okay, I'm going to go and plug my children and plug myself into a system. I'm going to plug myself. I mean, someone told me, okay, I'm saying this straight out. Someone told me that he was bullied as a kid, like, like, like wild. Bullied like wild. I guess this is in a, in, in a, this is a while ago this person told this to me. He was bullied, bullied. And, and, uh, and, and I'm not talking about, no offense to Brooklyn, and, you know, it's not, it wasn't from Brooklyn. It was a Brooklyn, okay, I can hear a guy bullied in Brooklyn. It wasn't Brooklyn, right? It was more of a, of a, uh, of a, of a, not a place like that. Yeah, I was bullied. And he, and, and part of the people who, why he kept on being bullied, is because the prince of this, this, this is, this is current events. Current events. The, the, the Rebbe and the rabbi of the, of, the, of the place where he was, of the school where he was, so one of the kids was the, was the child of the Rebbe and of the principal, and they, the principal, and the rabbi and the Rebbe were close friends. And when it was brought to him that my kid is being bullied, or the kid himself says, I'm being bullied, so the, the principal or whatever it is, he said, he said, I can't get involved because I don't want to ruin the relationship that I have with the Rebbe. I can't ruin that relationship. That's, that's, that's sick. That's sick. It's, it's, and that's a compliment to say that's sick. Now, I'm not judging the principal, I'm not judging the Rebbe, I'm not judging them, I promise you. I'm not judging them in Hashem I'm not judging them. What I'm saying is, is that is that if you're not learning, if you're not learning to be true to yourself, you're not learning to be an emissary person, you don't learn you don't learn to love Jews more. You don't learn to, to, to have to be more sensitive. And you don't bombard yourself. I saw it this morning, I was in the coffee room or whatever whatever it's called in the corner. Well there and I saw bombard yourself. I was like, I like that. I like that. Bombard yourself with positive. We gotta love more. We have to love ourselves more. We have to love 
our families more. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to find a place where you're making yourself healthy. In Torah, in Avodah Hashem, when it comes to finances, right? People say cash advance, cash advance. I'm not, I'm not dissing cash advance, but, but if anyone learns what cash advance is, it's a, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing that people do to people. Goyim, not goyim, goyim, not goyim, goyim. Right? Someone asked me, you do you like this? Someone asked me because they hear the sheer, they hear the sheer. Baruch Hashem. I know a lot of people listen to our this Baruch Hashem. Right? So someone asked me, oh, look, there, the other day, uh, the dog, the dog was barking. Right? So they said, oh, there's a dog. Uh, there's a dog. You see a dog? Everyone gets nervous. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. We're we're Jews. We love we love. Last night it happened to me. I was so proud of myself. So proud of myself. I was in my I, I forgot where I was. I saw like a spider. Where was where was I? I was in the laundry room, and there was a in the corner there was a spider. It was like late at night, and I was like it was like so I said a spider. It's in my house. My kids it could bite. And I stopped for a second. I said, well, I understand. This, this is a creature of a chef. It's a spider. So I took a, a, a napkin. I thought of Nelson Mormon, because Nelson Mormon, I remember him doing it during Navani. There's a spider on the wall. And he was taking the, you know, right? They, what does that mean? It means we're sensitive to, to a plant. I'm sensitive to us. So I took the spider and, 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 and took it out of my house. It was a pain in the neck. It was late at night. I didn't want to walk outside and do it for right now. There's a dog in Yeshiva. Oh, type of Yeshiva, dog, Kelev. They'll give you a whole Lundisha, you know, Pshaw, it's Usher, this Usher, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not getting it. I'm not such a Lund. I'm not such a Lund. I, I want to love creatures of Hashem. I want to love a spider. I want to love, I want to love, you know, I want to love everything. And that's a spider and a dog. No offense. We're talking about your wife. You're talking about a Jew, you're talking about neshamas, you're talking about life, you're talking about the essence of, of life. Of, of, and that's, and that's what well, we have to. It's not like, oh, Rabbi Fisher's giving, it's Fisher's yeshiva, and we're giving a, it's like different, and really it's a stage, and it's colorful, but really this, no, 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 this is Judaism. This is Torah. This is what life is about. This is what learning Torah is about. I'm going to say this, and I said it differently Friday night. I'm going to say it even stronger now. If you're learning a lot of Torah, and you're not sensitive to the spider and the dog, then you've got to learn more Musr. you got to learn more Musr. you got to learn more Musr and more Musr and more Musr. If you're not sensitive to that, and you're not connecting to Hashem, and you got to check yourself more and more and more. And someone's going to say, oh, well, that's so hard. That's so hard. So my response is, okay. Like we were saying with Shulam before. Yeah, of course. Yes, it's hard. To be, a, to be an Erlachiyid, to be a Jew who lives the values of Torah and Avodah Hashem, it's very hard. It's very hard to be a lover of the Jewish people and to be the lover of the truth and to be someone who's connected to himself, and he's connected to reality, and he's connected to Hashem, it's very hard. Of course it's very hard. Yeah, yeah, right, correct. Yes? So the Rosh Hashim is still in the hospital, what hope do we have? I mean... We're here, just stick around. What do you mean? Look at you. Look at you. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. There's nothing, I'm not, I mean, you know, I don't know what else. I don't, I don't know what's in California, but it seems like it's a mess over there. I don't know what's doing anywhere else. I don't know where, I don't know where everyone's having a party. I know I'm having a party. I know that we're having a party. I know that I'm having a good time. And I know that, that uh, you know, I don't know who else is having a good time. And I'm talking about Oilam Hazem. I'm not even talking about Oilam Haba. Elam Haba, you know, is a whole nother story. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm definitely having a good Elam Haza. Yes. Toby. When we're talking big picture game and be building in uh, your own personality and the personality, whatever you're phrasing it, um, I, how do you do that without picking a rec... Like, with we're niching it in that category, we can double niche it into reckless and actually smart. 
So what's the way of doing that? Like I said, it's awesome that we got a basketball court, but how do we, how does that like different, and I'm using it as an example, because I want right. to do it myself. Right. How, how, would, how do we pick that as, you know, you know, why don't we have that as a, as a, as a ballroom? Why is it not a ballroom? We want to be different. Why are we in the Moshav? Right. Different. So when right. building something like that, I, I just want to see like, what Rebbe, how Rebbe gets to that. Like, how do we pick those decisions between doing something awesome right. and then doing something that can... That's right. You know what? I, I like that question. So first thing, I just want to say, do will be sour. I just want everyone to know something. Someone sitting in the Sil Susharim every day, like Rabrafi Shachar, sitting in the Sil Susharim every day, even though it would make sense that, that you know, you, you're involved in business, you're involved in making money, you're involved in pursuing your career. So what are you doing here? When you do that, when Rabrafi Shachar does that, and Dovi Sauer does that, when you are living your life, meaning why is it that, oh, the, what are they called, Fortune 500? The Fortune 500 Club, that's the club, right? Uh, we'll go to seminars, and we'll work, and we'll spend thousands. I mean, I myself was, was uh, what's the word? I was, uh, someone sponsored me $10,000, $10,000 to go to a seminar for a week. And I did it, $10,000. That you'll do a seminar for a week, and then you'll take off your thing, you'll leave your wife and kids, you'll leave your job, why? For what reason? <coughs> to improve performance. If anyone says, oh, I'm going to yeshiva for three, four, five years, and I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn how to be a multi Everybody who leaves this yeshiva will learn how to be a multi multi millionaire worth tens of millions of dollars. <coughs> <laughs> right. right. Whatever it is. That's a, that's a good amount, too. Especially the dollar is so low. Right? So what, what's the shot? The shot is... The pshat is, is that if you're still connecting yourself to the truth, and that to you is the most valuable thing in the world, then you have a chance. I don't know who has a chance. I don't know, and it's not, it's not my responsibility. But I don't know if it's not my responsibility or not, but I can only do what we're doing here. And that is to talk about a Chafetz Chaim. Talk about the Nisil Tisharm. Talk about life. Talk about what's true and MS. And what's not true, what's not Ennis. Now, Dovi, your question, you need a lot of siyata d'shmaya. You need You need a lot of humility. You need a lot, a lot of siyata d'shmaya. To know what's right and what's wrong. To say, this we do, this we don't do. And especially in our generation. Especially in this generation, where things are so uh, gray. And it's not black and white. It's not black and white to say, oh, when, let, let me say it straight out. In my day, right, no one was Mechal Shabbos for Robin. People were not Mechal Shabbos. Someone was Mechal Shabbos was like, was like, what? That was like death. A guy's Mechal Shabbos? A guy desecrated Shabbos? That's like a guy eating at McDonald's. That's like, go, that's like you're done. Nobody would have the audacity when I was 18, 19, 20. Now, I'm not saying that people didn't have their struggles. I'm saying, no, you wouldn't hear anything. Then what happened, when I got a little, then 10 years later, 15 years later, there are groups, I remember in Baltimore, I remember the first time hearing about it. There's a whole group of teenagers, they called it, I remember when the article in the Jewish Observer came out, that they called it Teens at Risk. I remember it. I remember it like yesterday. I hated that line, Teens at Risk. I said, what about adults at risk? That's a different conversation. But what, but what was the concept? Because the adults are well, I'm not going to go there. So, 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 uh, so, 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 what, why am I saying that? Then, then what happens, Dovi? What happened was there's a group of teenagers in a park Friday night smoking cigarettes. This is before a cell phone. So you couldn't say they had their smartphone. There were no cell phones. Nobody had a cell phone. They're smoking and being a I was like, what? And the community had no idea what to do with it. 
I'm sure it happened in other communities also. And then it became a thing, okay? Then it became a thing. So you want to know what to do? I don't know. I don't know. What's going to be? What's going to be in 10, 15 years? I don't want to scare anybody that you talk about. I'm just going to say it. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I don't want to make anyone feel strange what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it because i got to say it. Because Dovi, it's a very powerful question. What are you going to do if you're going to have a group of people who say, okay, we are, we are practicing homosexuals. That's what we do. From guys, and this is what we do. And I say, oh, no, 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 no. Doesn't exist. Never exists. Never this. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, we'll, we'll hate them, and they can't, and it's us, sir, and you're high of curries, and you're blah, 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 blah. But you know what? You're more high on, on being Michal Shabbos. You're high steel. That's even worse. It's even worse if you're Machal Shabbos. So how do I know what's going to be in 10 years from now, 15 years from now, what you're going to be dealing with, and your children, and your things, and then what are you going to say? What are you going to say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but Baruch Hashem, we have the Torah. Baruch Hashem, we have Mesil Sisharim. And Baruch Hashem, we have these discussions. And Baruch Hashem, we could talk about these things. And we can't be afraid to talk about things. You can't be afraid anymore to talk about things. You have to talk about things. You must talk about things. Yes, Chaim, Eckhaus, wow. Oh, you're just... Uh, A million, a million, exactly, exactly what you're saying is exactly the dilemma. It's exactly the dilemma. Because on one hand, Chil Shabbos is, a person's chayv skila. It's the worst thing you can do. On the other hand, like you're saying, right, the reason he's Michal Shabbos is because whatever. You know, maybe, he, I don't know, I'm not, whatever it is, whatever it is. It's usually because of anxiety, but that's a different conversation. Nothing to do with Shabbos. It just has to do with the fact that he, Fidgets. He couldn't keep Tuesday either if he couldn't e-sig and be on his phone. By the way, that's, that's the truth. It's nothing to do with Saturday. It has to do with his phone and his e-sig or something else stupid. It has nothing to do with Shabbos. That I can promise you. Because they asked that guy every Tuesday to stay off his phone and don't e-sig, he couldn't do that either. So nothing to do with Shabbos. But your point is a very, your, your point is a very good point and that, that's the complexity of it. That's, that's where it becomes very, very difficult. Beautiful. Yes, Moshe. How do you not judge the principle? How do I not judge the principle? Um, I, I, great question. Uh, me, personally, I don't judge the principle because I, I, I think he probably didn't deal with a lot of his own stuff, and he probably has a lot of insecurities himself, could be he was bullied, he is a bully himself. Um, it could be he's just lacking, you know, a lot of um, health, emotional health and spiritual health, and he's missing a lot. So I feel bad for him. I feel bad. I feel, you know, you know what I said to someone? I feel worse. 
I feel, I said this, you guys, I think, will like this. I think you'll like it. Even if you don't like it, I'm saying I, 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 I like it. That, that goes against what we spoke about the other day. I like it. I like what I'm going to say. I feel worse for the principal than I do for the kid. Why? Because the principal is done. He's done. Because he knows better. And I'll probably bring you a raya from a gemara, or a raya from a gadol, that what he did was right. Right? You could probably bring me a raya. You could say, I spoke to my rabbi. I spoke, I spoke to the what, whatever he could say. I'm saying he's he's going to God Eden in his eyes. <coughs> and maybe he is. Maybe he is. But my point is, is that that's why I don't judge him. I don't judge him because I feel bad for him. And I can't judge him because I don't know what his story is. What my line, so that's where that's why I love the line, be the change. That's where the line of be the change you want to see in the world was born from. It was born from a lot of principles. Meaning, no pun intended. It was born from a lot of principles and born from a lot of a lot of um, pain and born from a lot of looking at society and saying, you know, don't follow the crowd because they are all lost. Can never, right? ever so, it's, so it's born, what? We can never, ever you can never judge. It says, Al tadin Komo. Do not judge a person until you reach and you know where he's coming from, and you'll never know where he's coming from. It's not about judgment. It's about what's right and wrong. What the principal did, I have no doubt in my mind, was 100% wrong, what he did. What he did was vicious and was wrong. 100%. I can't judge him. On, on why he did that. Just like the kid or somebody who's Mechal Shabbos. Someone who desecrates the Holy Shabbos is 100% wrong. He's 100% wrong. Can I judge him on that? That I can't do. If you were on top of him, it would never happen if I was on top of him. <laughs> Never in a million years, not over my dead body, would, would uh, not over my dead body, would, would in an in a, in a elementary school or a high school, to have... If this was a sheep who called you up and asked you if you should fight him, what would you say? No, no, I wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't get involved. No, he probably lacks tennis. I'd probably send him to therapy. He needs help. The principal needs more help. I told you I'm more worried about the principal and the Rebbe than I am about the kid. The kid will be fine. The kid will be fine. I'm not worried about the kid. I'm more worried about the, 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 the you know, the next generation. Anyway. The kid will be fine. Okay. It's here. Be okay, good. Shkoyach Moshe Weitzel. Okay, wow. Wow. What a, uh, see, ah, Ellie Soman. That was? In a situation where I feel like I'm supposed to be bullied, bullied myself, the way I like to see it, is that it, it is 100% his fault, but it's my responsibility. It could be his fault. Who, who's he, he, who are you talking about? Let, let's say I got bullied. So, it is, it is, the, that case that I said, right? So, it is the rabbi's fault, but it's my responsibility to, my, I have to take care of myself. You're talking about the victim? Who are you talking about? Who's I? From the kid's eye. Okay, that's hard to it, it's hard to tell a kid. Right, right, I'm saying it's hard to tell a kid who's being who's in who's in fifth grade, who's uh, eleven years old, who's being bullied, and the rebbe and the principal are telling him, "Oh well, I can't do anything about it because of the relationship that I have." You know, I, I take a gun on that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, good. hundred percent. hundred percent. Hundred percent. You can't. You can't live your life blaming those people. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. I'm saying that wasn't the context of of what we were saying, but that's a separate point. Correct. Correct. Yes, Ben. I once heard Rav Simperamba say the bridge between anger and compassion, um, anger and compassion is curiosity, because is what? Example. Is what? Curiosity. Curiosity? Yeah. There has been anger and passion. passion. The bridge. The bridge between anger and passion is curiosity. 
look at that example with the principal, right. and you were curious and you looked into it, the reason why he's being hard on someone, the reason why he's doing something wrong is a reflection because there's wrong within him, and he probably went through his own problems. And then through that, we're no longer angry at him, you're compassionate, and you're right. sorry. Right, right, right. right. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's I just want to say, right, it's easier, it's easier as the outsider to do that than the insider, right? It's much easier to be curious as the outsider. Yes, Shoki. Uh, these are all very difficult things to hear. Like, what, what? At it like, this guy shouldn't be in that position at all. Like, to be compassionate, my mind's not even close. I agree. I agree with this you. I agree. I don't, have, I don't have compassion mm-hmm. on that guy. You know, to like, I don't, I don't. I agree. I don't, I don't. I agree with you. I agree. No, no, Shuki, I agree with you a hundred percent. But it's not my business. That's not my world. I can't do anything about that. It's not. If I live in the community, if my children were in the school, if I'm this, that's already different. I'm saying, you know, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, it's, it's terrible. It's horrible. Horrible. More than horrible. I agree with you a hundred percent. I agree with you a hundred percent. You got to call it what it is. Gotta call it what it is, hundred percent. Okay, let's learn at least. Uh, um, wow, that was all the introduction, guys. So come, it's time. Uh, causing shame. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes down to. This is all an introduction. This is all an introduction to learning a halacha about hurting another Jew. Here he goes. Sometimes a person is complimented, and you downplay the compliment. You're not allowed to do that because it causes shame to the person being spoken about. I don't know why you're making such a big deal about him. He's just an ordinary person. And especially nowadays where people embellish and they make a whole, they pump up a guy. Oh, this guy's a this and he's a this and he's a this. And then someone says, oh, calm down. He's not so great. That's Lashonara. A respected Rav comes from England to America. When you speak to your relative from England, you mention, it's interesting, here in America, you know, no one makes such a big fuss over him. So yeah, you're saying, okay, he's a chash of a rav in England, but over here, yeah, it's not such a big deal for him. Even though you're not, saying, you're not saying there's something wrong with him, but you're downplaying his greatness. When you downplay someone's greatness, then that's also Lashon Hara. In the event that a person is chosen for an honorable position, you're not allowed to express your disapproval. I can't believe they chose so-and-so to be the principal of that school. That's Minish Shemayim. Minish Shemayim. I can't believe they chose... So-and-so to be the principal of that school, couldn't they find anyone more suitable? Now, in our position, right, we'd be able to do something with that. But, uh, you know, just to talk about it around the table would definitely be Lashon Hara, Hilchus Lashon Hara, Hey and Vav. Um, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Be not to speak any Lashon Hara today, every day, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. Uh, just to say one line to Masil Sharm, even the whole introduction was basically Masil Sisharim. We're up to number five. The fifth reason, I'm just, you know what, I'll just chazer over the four problems that happen when we hang around people. The first thing is we're verbally abusive. We could hurt people's feelings. Number two is we could give bad advice. Number three, we could speak Lashon Hara. We've been speaking about number four, we could have hatred and want to take revenge, which are all normal, natural things. And that's why you have to be careful with all of those. The thing we're up to now is saying what you say and meaning what you say. And we're going to start with lying and being a liar. Being Dvar Sheker, where the Masil Sharm spends a full uh, blot, a full page on speaking about being a chakran, being a liar. And being a liar, which I'll just end off with that. Oh, Rabbi Tzvi, you missed a a classic, Rabbi Tzvi. Shkosh Rabbi Tzvi. You came at the end. Sheker, being a chakran, doesn't begin with lying to other people. If you lie to other people, it means you lie to yourself. You give what you have. If you have honesty, you give honesty. If you have lies, you give lies. Chakran, a person who's a chakran, who's a liar, is somebody who has lies within himself, and he spews those lies to others. If you have MS within yourself, then you will spew and you will give over MS. Hashem will help each and every one of us and all the Jewish people. We will be Zoha to continue creating beautiful, beautiful, beautiful days 
of Torah, of Avodas Hashem, of love of other Jews, of loving the gifts that Hashem has given each and every one of us. We are so blessed to be here in Yeshiva. We are blessed. I want to mention because Rabbi Lazarus, Shlita, we're zoicha to have Rabbi Lazarus, who's a big Tamachacham, a big Tzaddik, very special person. He's in the Yeshiva. We're blessed to have him here. And he brought over to me um, these sheets on Halacha, Hilchus Purim, on Hilchus, um, especially this year where it's a Purim Meshulash. Um, he brought over, he has sheets on Chumash, especially these parshas. Mishpatim is a parsha where you can get the sheets. I encourage everyone to uh, go through those. Uh, you can learn a lot from it. And let us be Zoha to, to grow and grow and, and change and be the best that we can be. Have a wonderful day, everybody.